When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Serious, people who were friends or knew someone who turned out to be a cold-blooded killer. How did you react when you found out? A kid I grew up with murdered his entire family, aside from his older brother who had already moved out. He had been caught filming his sister showering and then killed his mother, father, little brother and the sister he was filming. I'm from a small town so it shook the community pretty heavily. He was a nice kid, so it left a lot of us dumbfounded. The surviving brother still visits him in prison to this day. Sad story all he way around. Can't be that nice if he was filming his sister and killed his family. I went to high school with a guy who killed his girlfriend's son. I guess the kid was too slow going up the stairs and he punched him and kicked him. The boy died from internal bleeding in the night. I went to high school with a guy who beat his girlfriend with a pipe and then beat stomped her new puppy to death. The girl was from our high school as well. It was crazy. The girl survived, and ended up going to the police to report him. After he was arrested, though, she started posting all over Facebook about how she couldn't wait for him to be released, and she couldn't wait to marry him. I couldn't believe it. If someone beat my dog to death, I would go full John Wick on him her. I went to college with a guy who was friendly and funny when he was sober. Always polite and easy to converse with on most any topic. Well liked by guys and fancied by many girls. When he was drunk. Different story. He would get this dead behind the eyes look and seek out fights. Not stupid barroom brawls but extremely violent encounters where he would get people on the ground and try to stomp their head in. My friends and I avoided him. He tried starting fights with many of us. And we all said that he was going to kill someone someday. Well that happened in 2007 when he took a girl back to his apartment after a baseball game. She apparently didn't do what he wanted and he beat, choked and stabbed her. I was shocked when I heard but not surprised, if that makes sense. He's currently in jail serving a 35 year sentence. What the frick, that madman knows how he acted with alcohol in him and he still drank WTF. I did drugs a couple times a long time ago with a guy, he had a roommate. The guy decapitated the roommate with a saw while he was still alive, because he thought the roommate was sleeping with his wife. The kicker, the roommate and the wife were siblings, they only ever found the head. I worked with a guy that killed his family, he moved to our state from a state pretty far away. He seemed to be a nice guy, I sat next to him for well over a year. He had pictures of his kids at his desk and would talk your ear off about many subjects but would get weird and vague if you asked about his family. But one day he just doesn't come into work. He never returned. Boss and co-workers have no idea where he went. 
he left all of his personal belongings at work. Then we see on the news that he was arrested for murder. He had several kids with his ex-wife and she was looking to get child support out of him. He had remarried and didn't want to pay so he killed her and his kids that he had with her and fled the state. He had managed to avoid the law for that year but then stupidly decided to try to get a new license in our state with his real name. He was found pretty quickly after that. When I was in culinary school, I worked with a future psycho in a restaurant. We were both servers. We became good friends and hung out after work all the time. After I graduated, I got a job cooking in a very nice restaurant. And I got him a job there because he was an excellent server. I eventually left that job, and we drifted apart. Fast forward 15 years. His name randomly pops into my head, and I wonder whatever happened to him I google his name. First search result was a news headline. He was about to get a life sentence for murder of one of his kids, and attempted murder of his other kid and his wife. Turns out he had moved to Midley off nowhere, Indiana and got heavy into M. When I knew him, he was a nice, normal, hardworking guy. Very sad. Frick that is sad. It sounds like he might not have been predisposed to murder, but the M brought it out of him. I actually sort of have a story for this. The speech therapist, Street. I used to see as a child turned out to be the prime suspect in a murder case. Nothing has been proven but all evidence points to him. I was seeing him in 2004 and apparently this took place in 2001 or 2002 if I recall correctly. His ex-girlfriend broke up with him and was seeing another guy, AG. Street being the jealous type kept tabs on their relationship and often followed them out to places to abuse them. AG was also a creature of routine so Saint had his schedule under control too. For example, AG would take the bins out and go for a walk at a specific time every Tuesday night. One Tuesday night Saint turns up, stabs him repeatedly then runs him over in AG's car I guess to leave the body in a state so that it looked like an accident as opposed to her stabbing. When I found out I wasn't really surprised, he always seemed a little off, and would do strange things like make dinner reservations during our sessions. He definitely had an aggressive side which was a bit scary for 7 yo me. I just can't believe this guy was dealing with young kids like that just makes me really uneasy. I work at a gas station. I used to work at a location by a bunch of hotels, and I worked mornings Monday through Friday so I had plenty of regulars who pretty much felt like friends. There were two maintenance guys for one of the hotels nearby that would come in every day for drinks. One of them, my favorite of the two, was Hispanic, and he helped me practice my Spanish when he came in. He was so nice and fun to be around, and it always brightened my day when he came in. One day I was looking at Facebook and I saw a news article that there was an incident at the hotel he worked at. Someone had committed suicide by cop when he busted out of a hotel room closet with a gun. Because he was running after shooting his wife and her best friend. Because he found out she was cheating. Broke my freaking heart. It literally felt like I had lost a loved one. And I was so torn about how to feel because I missed him and was sad that he was gone but I was never sure that was okay to feel because he was a murderer. The other maintenance guy stopped coming in after that. I think he quit his job at the hotel. I tried messaging him on Facebook to see how he was holding up, but I never got a response. It's probably really unlikely, but if you're reading this, I know you miss Pablo. I do too. I hope you're doing okay now. That's so sad. I'm sorry. 
I actually have two stories for this one. My mother works as a records clerk for the sheriff's department, where she lives. Next door to her office is the county jail, where inmates either are waiting trial or on short sentences for non-violent crime sit. Every couple days a group of inmates with a proven record of good behavior comes to mom's office to do janitorial work. Most of them are guys in for back child support. For the entirety of my childhood I knew one of those inmates. He was the nicest guy. Got along with the staff, the officers it was easy to forget he was an inmate. Turns out it's because he was a former cop. Came home one night and caught his wife in bed with another guy. Took them outside, shot them and turned himself in. I couldn't believe it the first time I'd heard the story. Nicest guy I'd ever met killed two people. Still not sure why they let him stay at the jail instead of sending him to prison somewhere. But there he stayed and he worked every day till they released him. Second story is less involved. My first day of basic training we were sitting in reception and the drill SGT asks us if there are any legal issues that would prevent us from completing training. One of the guys who rode the bus down to featuring Jackson with me sticks up his hand. Yeah there's two dead bodies in the trunk of my car at home. DS takes down his info and leaves to make a call. Hour or so later two MPs show up, throw the guy in cuffs and walk him away. Never saw him again. My brother was friends with someone who falls in this category. We'll call him V. Nothing ever stood out of the ordinary with V. Just a normal charismatic guy. One night my brother was at a party with his friends drinking. It was late at night. Like around midnight. He received a call from V. He was asking my brother for a ride somewhere. My brother was drunk so he said he couldn't do it. The next day, we heard the bad news. V had brutally beaten his mother with an iron pipe and tried to make a run for it. It wasn't long until he was found and arrested for murder. We still have no idea why he did it either. If my brother had not got drunk that night, he could have been involved in something he had no idea about. Your brother missed a bullet by being drunk. Guy we all, classmates, grew up with since kindergarten got into an argument in front of a mutual friend's house one night. Mutual friend's older brother, also our friend, he was a year older, goes outside to break up the fight, since it was literally on his front lawn. Guy pulls out gun, shoots blindly into the group in the pushing and shoving, hits older brother in neck, he bled to death gasping and choking on his own blood in his yard we played in since we were 5, in front of his mom and little brother and us. Guy is almost out of prison, and I doubt he lives longer than a year on the outside. Just going to start the cycle again though. Were we shocked? Yeah, some, but the little piece of crap who shot our friend had recently joined some little BS neighborhood gang, and got into his dad's gun safe and took a 9mm without his dad noticing somehow. Not surprised though, Eddie was always a piece of crap to everyone. I went to school with someone who later in his life had a man killed because he wanted to hook up with the man's wife. He paid some lowlifes 10k, who then went to the man's house, dragged him outside, tied him up and slit his throat in front of the wife. Then he played shoulder to cry on for the wife, and they actually hooked up a couple of months later. He only got caught because he stupidly boasted about it in a pub. The police suspected that wifey was in on it too, but they could never prove it. When I heard it on the news, I was shocked but also not really surprised. Something was always a bit off about him. He wasn't too bright, had a mean streak and was spoilt rotten. It's crazy to me I actually have an answer for this. A family member dated and almost married a girl that killed a man with her ex. 
She did this previously to meeting my family. I didn't know this bit of information until months of knowing her. Before I knew this she stayed with me frequently and legitimately seemed very nice. I couldn't process it. I felt sick. I ended up googling her and found the whole story which was waaay worse than I could have imagined. I cried and felt insane. It made me feel gross. She helped us decorate our Christmas tree and then days later I found out. I don't know how to describe the feeling. It's just... weird. There was a gang in my city where to become a full member you had yo shoot someone from a rival gang. Shoot not necessary kill. Anyway a kid who I went to school with was always trying to be the cool hard man and often got called out on his balls. So in the last year of school he joined this gang and ended up killing two people and fleeing the country. Now this took place in the UK where gun crime isn't unheard of but rather a lot less common so it ended up being on Krimiwak. Last I heard he's still on the run. This is going to sound messed up but I know at least two unrelated murderers. One was a school shooter at my college and the other was a woman who was in charge of a community garden I was part of. I'm 46 years old and have a pretty vanilla life. I wonder if, by a certain age, there's just a probability of one knowing a murderer. Kind of like having two friends with the same birthday. Anyway, I was horribly dismayed at the school shooter. It made my college feel unsafe, plus I knew the two people he killed so I was also terribly saddened. The community garden organizer killed her step-grandson who was two. I felt more shock and repulsion at that. My dad was good friends with a guy who killed his wife to collect life insurance and get out of debts. He is currently serving something like 40 years. My dad was shocked. This guy was at church every Sunday and gave no signs of being a complete psychopath. I guess my dad found out when it made local news. I felt for years that my brother, who is 10 months younger than me, would end up killing someone. He just absolutely doesn't care about other people and had been in and out of jail for violent offenses all his adult life. In 2011 he had a fight with his friend and beat him over the head with a tire iron in his own house because he was imposing there and the friend told him he should leave. He only served 8 months in jail for this because of legal bulls that blamed the hospital for not saving the guy's life. Manslaughter with intent. He has bragged ever since about getting away with murder. I hate him and avoid him and my family as much as possible. Get most info about them off Facebook. I honestly wasn't surprised at all. I just hoped that he would go to jail and not be let out this time. He is currently in jail now for punching his 8 week old baby. The baby is okay and the mother takes her to visit him in jail. Yes I have called CPS. Several times. My dad was a firefighter. One of his co-workers murdered his wife by burning down their RV on a vacation. Most of the department is convinced it was intentional but there was not enough evidence to convict the guy and he continued to work with my dad. Man that's fricked. My parents had close friends, M and J, who were almost like family to us. We always spent time with them. We'd gone on vacation with them. They were a big part of my childhood. When I was a teen, they split up. He liked his blue collar, laid back life. She was moving up the corporate ladder and wanted her life to reflect it. There were no hard feelings. They just grew into different people. It rocked the whole circle of friends. Because this was the first couple to divorce. Jay, the wife, stayed in town while him moved away to follow work. A few years later, the cops come around asking questions of Jay and eventually my parents and their friends. Turns out M had been arrested for murder. 
His DNA matched two unsolved cases within 100 miles of our hometown. Those occurred during his marriage to Jay and his close friendship with my family. No one could believe it. He confessed to all three murders, all young women. It turns out that he had kept one of the bodies in their garage for a few days at some point. His ex-wife went off the rails for a while. She lost her job. She didn't leave her house for months, and then very rarely for years. She's starting to come back into the fold of her friends now. This was years ago and I still can't really come to terms with it. We never mention him in my family at all. Poor woman. That's rough. A guy, half a mile down my country road, killed his wife and her sister one night and buried them in the yard. His son went to our school and the guy was constantly in there yelling and being crazy. Total redneck. A lot of people thought he would end up hurting or killing someone. Also, his name was BB, like BB gun. Somehow his property has since turned into an unregulated camp where truckers and people intend sleep. Totally creeps me out. Saw a car broken down near there once and almost didn't help because I thought it could be a trap. Kendall Francois was our neighbor. We took our kids trick or treating on the street and knocked at the door to his house, but no one answered. The kids on our street all went to school where he worked as a hall monitor. I knew several teachers who worked with him. We knew that women had been missing, and that they were all about the same height and hair color as my wife. The local newspaper didn't mention that they were all prostitutes, until a smaller weekly newspaper decided that the public needed to know this fact. I first learned that he had committed the murders when I got a call from my wife. The whole street was out watching the police remove bodies from the house. The smell was terrible, and it was the kids that were talking about him from their personal experience. In response to the question, I literally felt cold. Like all the heat went out of my body, I was on the phone, and didn't know what to say or do, but I remember that feeling of coldness. I thought the ARP's question was ironic because the words cold-blooded were so close to the question how did you react? In the Powkeepsy journal, he was the master of scapegoat, she said. He wanted to blame everybody. Once, when I asked him what he did wrong, he said, Well, what I did wrong was confess. I should have never confessed. If I had not confessed, they never would have been able to pin it on me. Ro. I worked closely with a young woman and her boyfriend baby daddy worked in a different department. We were around the same age, so we were friendly, but not party and hangout friendly. She was 20 and had 3 kids already. The oldest was around 5. BD was older than her and he was obviously a little controlling. For example, she complained because he didn't want her to learn to drive. When we called him out on it, he would deny it and just say that her driving scared him too much. Various people offered to teach her, but she was never allowed to learn. Anyway, she finally worked up the courage to leave him. She went to a women's shelter with her kids and they eventually placed her in an apartment. BD was terminated so that she could have a safe work environment. The apartment was across town and she had a hard time getting rides to work. Eventually, she started relying on BD for rides. One night, she went out, leaving her kids to spend the night with family. Her mom was concerned when she didn't answer the phone the next morning, so she called our job and asked for her. By this point, she was already late for work. We knew something was wrong. She would never leave her kids with her mom without answering the phone. A missing persons report was filed and law enforcement seemed to take things very seriously from the start. They searched for her and it was all over the news. Customers were constantly asking us about her. 
BD came by to ask us if we knew anything. We knew. Alright. By that point, we all knew that he was involved. Three days later, a member of her family found her body in the woods. She was stabbed to death, wearing her work uniform. BD took off, calling a friend and former co-worker to help him. Even though she knew that he was a suspect, she gave him a ride out of town. She's also a Redditor, so I have to take an aside just to say, Frick you, you know you were wrong, burn in heck. Anyway, he was convicted of her murder. It was weird for myself and my co-workers. We worked with both of them. We loved her and we didn't exactly hate BD before this. He was a decent co-worker, always pleasant and easy to work with. But now, I guess there is only one way to describe how we feel about him, pure hatred. Glad he got time. It turned out that my elementary school bully killed the student body president of UNC Chapel Hill for $300. I found out when his face showed up on the front page of the local paper. I was, frankly, not surprised. He was a dong. Chapel Hill shout out but what the frick. My brother-in-law killed a guy. He suspected the guy of breaking into his mother's house. Not sure if it was true or not but he and another guy saw the future victim at a bar. They proceeded to start a conversation, get him really drunk and coaxed him to go to her party from there. They take him to a local lake to the boat launch area, drag him from the truck and start to attack him, drag him into the water and drown him. Got away with for 10 years. The guy he did it with was locked up for something else and was bragging to a cellmate about a murder he got away with. Cellmate snitched and he caved under questioning and implicated my brother-in-law. It was confirmed he was there because they had a cigarette butt from the scene that they had in evidence. Once DNA technology evolved, they found it belonged to him. Since he had been arrested previously for other stuff, his DNA was in the system. He is doing life. Been locked up for about 12 years now. My reaction, not surprised that much. He was always a pose. Feel bad for my sister and his kids though. Dang. The cigarette butt test sounds like some CSI crap. I worked in adult rehabilitation and one of my outpatients was stabbed to death by her husband. He came with her to all her visits with me, riding in his red hover round scooter thing. The worst part is I found out via text super casual like it was no big deal and expected to just carry on with work. Comma worst part is I found out via text. I think the worst part is the part where she gets stabbed. Not cold blooded but still a murderer nonetheless. I was friend with a guy in elementary school. He was a year older and we were really good friends and by chance, we were sharing the same day. Anyways, he was very the most genuinely friendly guy, very smart, a great person all around. We kept touch during high school but he eventually got other friends and I knew some of his friends and all. Not just from far, but I knew some of them. My friend got killed by his best friend over a girl. The guy used a metal bar and hit his head BC and he was jealous of my friend being in a relationship with this girl. They were trying to talk about it and during the talk the guy just flipped. Now the murderer is in prison for people with mental problem cause he apparently lost sight of what is good and bad during that time. My friend is dead and his BF is sitting in jail. It was hard for me to acknowledge that the most genuine guy I know is dead and that another guy, an okay guy, is the killer. A bully of mine is in jail for a long time for stabbing a man to death at a mall for nothing more than stepping on his shoes. Guy was such an butthole in school and assaulted students left and right. I remember one time I missed my bus and had to walk home. 
This lunatic walks up to me and just flat out starts punching me in the head in a rage type mode until his friends pulled him off. This was the 90s so the school did nothing about it because back then assault was just boys being boys. Guy was impulsive and just a complete lunatic. Me and some friends were not surprised when this happened because he used to go to school with a knife and tried his hardest to be considered a gangster. I was in jail with a guy and I met him when we were being sent to court and he told me all kinds of details of what he was being accused of. He had killed his parents and stabbed his dad in the chest but that wasn't killing him quick enough so he started stabbing his leg. Then after he killed him, he ripped out an eyeball and was playing with it while on the phone with a friend, telling him how it felt squishy. Of course he denied this and was telling me in perspective of a witness that had testified against him that morning. He was an odd man. I believe he did it. It felt really weird sitting next to him after hearing this. Felt very morbid and spooky. I was in high school and my good friend and I started hanging out with two other guys we met over the summer. It seemed like pretty nice people. One of them was a little moody and slightly off but hey we were all teenagers then and everybody was at least a little off. But over the next year or so he showed just little hints at what was to come. Little bursts of anger, impatience, generally moodier. Enough that by senior year in high school we just didn't hang with him anymore. About a year later, he went to his ex-girlfriend's house, walked in and forced her then boyfriend at gunpoint into a bathroom and barricaded the door, shot the ex-girlfriend in the head and then went into the bathroom, made the guy kneel down, and shot him in the head at point blank range. Then he tried to flee, the police eventually cornered him in a swamp several hours later, and spent a couple hours trying to negotiate with him, but he ended up shooting himself. This was in a relatively small town of 35,000 or so people, so it was very shocking, but my good friend and I both realized that while we didn't expect him to be a murderer, we both knew something wasn't quite right. A guy I grew up, I was not friends with him, wound up in prison for a murder charge stemming from gang drug violence. I wasn't surprised. I've talked about this before but this the first one that pops into mind. This was the same guy who used to play tag with us kids when we had family reunions. My grunkle bashed in a man's head after the police couldn't convict him for hanging my grandfather and grunkle other brother. The grunkle in question back in late 50s early 60s was strung up by the KKK for helping a black man and woman pick up their stuff. He was seen by a couple of men who were part of the Triple K and they decided to make an example of him. So they strung him up and left him hanging. They caught one of the men but failed to convict him so one of the other grunkles took matters in his own hands and beat the man to death with a hammer. Surprising there was no witnesses or anyone coming forward to cast blame on my grunkle. My family hates that people would try to call us racist because we are white. TL. DR. Granduncle beat a racist to death with a hammer after racist hung other grunkle up for helping some black people. Your grunkle is a hero. If you are new to the channel, you can subscribe, I publish new videos every day, until then, check another video. Bye for now. Say goodbye 
to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.